Hello, I'm Tara Suber, and welcome to Tara Talks To. On today's episode, we're going to talk about people. Now, I'm not talking about getting up here and gossiping about people. No, we're going to talk about why people are the way they are. Why are we generally so judgmental? Why are we generally so quick to pass judgment on people and hold people hostage in their past for the way they used to be? Why are we so quick to want forgiveness, to want people to understand us, but we're not so quick to show that same grace to others? Let's talk about me. I have seen the best of times. I have seen the worst of times. I have experienced quite a bit in my life. Some things I have not even opened up on the podcast about quite yet because I'm not quite ready. And in due time, I will. But there was a time in my life where I was in a place that was so dark that I felt like the world would be much better off without me. The reason why I felt that way in hindsight when I think about it is because I did not feel that people were giving me the benefit of the doubt. People were not showing me love and compassion. People were not encouraging me. There's a gospel song that says, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. (laughs) Sometimes you have to speak victory during the test. I know. But I was young, I was not strong, I was not today Tara, I wasn't present day Tara. I'm talking about Tara who was insecure, Tara who was not as confident, Tara who was not as forthcoming, Tara who hid things deep, and the Tara who carried a lot of weight. I was not secure in me. And so I looked to people for to find a place of comfort, um, encouragement, or security. And people were not so graceful and were not so much willing to give that. Why are we like that? Why are we like that? When I was younger and 
going through a heck of a lot and not understanding the confusion, the emotions, the feelings that I had been experiencing was because of extreme trauma that I had experienced, not knowing how to process it, not understanding that there was help for me. I leaned to the church. Now, somebody out there was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, I I looked to the one place where I would always hear my grandmother say, you know, you look to the hills from whence cometh your help, because my help comes from the Lord. The Lord is my strength. He's my shield. He's my buckler. I would hear my grandma say, you know, quote pieces of scripture or maybe even misquote. And I don't know. She she just make she just say, say some stuff. And she can tell me this one one saying my grandmother used to have. She used to say, liars going to hang by their tongue in hell. And I was so afraid of how that sounded. And she said it so loud and so powerful. And we were so used to granny quoting scriptures when granny said, Liars going to hang by their tongue in hell. <laughs> I was like, let me look the scripture up. <laughs> but my granny had some sayings, and I knew she was a religious person, and she was faithful um, in her church. And so when I thought of some place to find comfort, understand I'm, I was not fully, um, I wasn't, quite mature I was not quite um mature in my faith understanding now that uh, my help comes from my creator not the building not the people in the building but back then I just I just associated God with church church with God and if I was to find some kind of comfort and some kind of help I just figured go to the church, you know, just um, engage in the church, be a part of the church, and you'll find your way, you'll find comfort. But the mistake that I made, and I, I believe a lot of people make this mistake from conversations and, and different encounters that I've had with people, we make the mistake in putting our faith in the people in the church and not our faith in our creator. And so we be, there, there is a direct conflict because we look at the church, the building, the pastor, the parishioners as if they were God. And when we don't receive what we expect as the ultimate unconditional love in we don't feel that we've been forgiven and people have moved on. When we don't feel that we've been embraced and, and comforted by the people, we become hurt. We become distraught. We begin to disassociate ourselves with the church. Listen, people going to be people. And my encounters with people in the church have been great, but I have seen the worst of them through my 
lifetime. And I vowed to myself to never become what I saw, to never become what I witnessed, because it was not always good. And this, the sad part about it all, the saddest part about it all, is that when we commit ourselves to Christ, we commit ourselves to a journey to be a, a beacon of light and to show love just as he did. And unfortunately, many of my encounters during my season of hurt was not, I can honestly say I did not receive the love and I did not see the light from the people who considered themselves the people of God, who considered themselves followers of him, who considered themselves holier than thou, who considered themselves the church. I didn't feel the love. I didn't feel, I didn't see the light. And that's all we, we are required to do we're not required to, by our creator, by our father, to fix people. We're not required to judge people. We're not even asked to um, try and make people right. All he asks is that we show people unconditional love and in our actions that we express him in our actions and everything we do to do it as we're doing it unto him and we are even asked to do we are even um, in the word it says what you do for the least of them you have done unto me and so at the time I felt like I was absolutely the least of them I was I just needed someone to hug me to say, Tara, it's okay. Tara, you're going to be all right. Tara, this is not going to last always. Because I didn't have the inner strength to do that for myself. But the people, <laughs> and I keep saying this because this is so important. The people who represented the most high fell short. Why are we so quick? To pass judgment on others for their past failures. Yet we're so quick to want forgiveness and grace shown unto us. And we're not willing to reciprocate that grace when it comes to someone else. Something's wrong with that. I have run into so many people and had conversations with so many people over the years about their relationship with the church and the reason why they're not there anymore is because church can't do nothing for me. Church is worse than the world. Those people there, they messy. Why are we like that? Why are we like that? There was a time I was so bitter because of those wicked encounters by people who were like that 
in the church that I actually saw myself at one time hurt and so down and so down and just so bewildered. I begin to operate in H-U-R-T. I begin to operate in that hurt. Hurt people really do hurt people. I was bitter. I was sharp. I reacted according to the way I was treated. I wasn't trying to show nobody love. I was just trying to show people honesty. And sometimes my honesty, although I may have been right, my delivery was out of pocket. My delivery was not given in love. It, I did not show the light of him when I delivered things. And so I got I was very offensive to others around me. I went through a season of that. I didn't want to be in church no more. Because see, when I committed to church, when I committed to a fellowship, I commit. I jump in with two feet in both hands, fingers, toes, head, shoulders, knees. I jump in and I work because everything I do, I do it as I do it unto the Lord. So being not, you know, fully understanding some things, still learning, still a babe and leaning to my leaders for some understanding. When I left that place, I was hurt and I never spoke of it. I never spoke up for myself. And so moving forward, I had developed a mindset of never letting anyone talk to me, talk down at me, try to ridicule me publicly or privately without coming back. I had a comeback. You call me the comeback kid. I was sharp with my tongue and I was very, very brutally, brutally honest. And sometimes in my honest and sharpness, it was delivered like an attack, like a shark attack, y'all. And that was developed because of people hurting me. I didn't understand the let go. I didn't understand the um, move on. I didn't understand that my faith was, should not have been in people. I was still growing. I was still, you know, being cultivated. So people, we have to be very careful how we and what we seed and what we impress on people who are growing, on people who are still being cultivated, on people who, as leaders, that we are responsible for. I have spoken to people that will never step foot back in a church because of the hurt that they've experienced. Period. Their bottom line is, my relationship is not with the church. My relationship is with God. My argument or my compromise with them is, I understand that. I've been there. I've been hurt. I stayed out of church for months because I didn't want to deal with people in the church. People who didn't put their best foot forward. There were some that was so loving and so kind and so precious. But in that particular situation, it was almost like the bad outweighed the good. And so I, I understand that. But there is something about 
the gathering of people with like minds and the encouragement you get from them when you find your right tribe. Think about it like this when you go to hang out with your friends and you're like, yo, yo, let's hang out. Let's do this. Let's go get some drinks, you know, get something to eat. And you get excited. You get off work and and you get excited. You look forward to it. And then you go out with your friends. You have some drinks. You get some get something to eat. You have some great conversations, some amazing laughs. And it just lifts your spirit and lifts you. It's nothing like hanging with your with your tribe and just having a good time. When you find your right place, when you find the right fellowship, that's how you feel. You look forward to to the fellowships on Sundays or on Wednesdays or the prayer calls. Because you, cause you, you found your tribe. You're in step and you're in sync with your tribe. And I look forward to Sunday mornings. I look forward to being encouraged and energized because you're connected with people of like mind. You're connected with people in your tribe that you're in sync with. And then your leader gets up, your pastor, and he gives a good word on top of that. Some things that convict you and then some things that encourage you. Man, you leave that place energized. Let me have some more of that. That's how I feel. I get energized when it comes to my fellowship because I found the place that fits me. But then at the same time, I have matured. I've grown and I've learned how to truly depend on God because man will fail you. Because I had to look in the mirror at myself and I had to examine me. This is the formula I used on how to get over people. Jonathan McReynolds has a song called People, People, Deliver Me From People. <laughs> Listen to that song. The formula I used to be delivered from the opinions and the judgment and the criticism from people in church was I examined myself. I took a deep dive in me. And in that deep dive, the first thing that stood out like a red flag with a bell ringing. Ding, 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 ding. Was, <laughs> girl, you ain't even perfect. Girl, how many times have you messed up? How many times have you misstepped? How many times have you spoken to people out of pocket? How many times? <laughs> you ain't dear. You're not. You're not perfect. Because you people. What? That simple terror? Yes. That's what got me over people. I am people. I am human. I am going to make mistakes. There's going to come a time when I'm so out of pocket with somebody that I'm going to have to ask for forgiveness. There's going to come a time, even now in my walk, where something's going to go wrong. I'm not going to completely understand something and I'm going to misjudge it. There's going to come a time, and once again, I'm talking about in my present state, that I'm going to hear something and I'm not going to filter it. 
I'm going to take it at face value and it's going to be the wrong information. And I'm going to judge somebody according to what I heard because I'm people. So the same people that's in that church that hurt you, you are that person. You are people. We are not perfect. There is only one that is. Until we're able to recognize our imperfection or acknowledge our imperfections, then we can understand that we are simply humans and people make mistakes. And at that point, we may be a little bit more gracious to others. My husband always say something that helps me tremendously, and I use it when I'm in um, adverse situations where I'm confused or it makes me, you know, my blood boil. My husband always says, babe, consider the source. I'm like, what do you mean consider this? Consider who's delivering the message. <laughs> and at the end of the day, the source is not supernatural. The source is people. <laughs> and the source, nine times out of ten, when you're in adverse situations with people, <laughs> The source is people. The source is human. The source is an earthly being that walks every day like you. They put on their pants and they skirt just like you. And we are not faultless. So that was how I dealt with people. Examine yourself. I mean truly examine yourself. Examine yourself in a way in, in I would say... Don't just look at yourself and say, well, you know, I haven't done anything wrong. I've always been tried to do right. Look at those things. Take a deep dive. You know, like how when you want to get certain jobs, they have to do a background check and they do. Some of them have to do a deep dive. They go back in your family. They want to know who you associated with. Do a deep dive. Self-examination. Those things you don't want people to know. Those things people have never seen. Truly. Be honest with yourself. You are human. You have made mistakes. So why do you expect every other person to be superhuman and not make those mistakes? Examine yourself. That'll help you get over people. So what did I have to do? I had to forgive those people who hurt me. I had to forgive that leader that came out of, came out of pocket with me in that moment. I had to do those things in order to be at peace with me. You have to forgive people because people going to be people, y'all. But one thing for sure, in my faith walk that I've learned, and I know there's people that listen that are not people of faith, not my faith. And I respect that. And in my journey and my faith walk, one thing that's been consistent and has never changed was the love of God for me it saved me on many days when I thought there was no hope it rescued me on many occasions when I thought there was no way out people gonna be people but God never changes thank you for listening on today until next time God bless you and be encouraged <laughs>